Welcome to Tabletop Players. My name is Rune Ortega, and in this episode, I'm your referee because we're playing Marvel Superheroes by TSR. Join with me as always is my co-host Cade. Hi, I'm Cade. Marvel Superheroes is a classic tabletop role-playing game from uh, TSR. You know them. You, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, words are hard. Uh, and so was this game. It was tough for us to learn. And we had a lot of fun with it. Uh, Marvel superheroes uh, and villains all over the place. It was great. This is an intro. You know, and I'm not changing it. We're not starting over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kate, um, this is how I felt the entire batch went. At least for the first half. Um, we didn't know what we were doing and it was scary and old school. And at the end of it, we had some, we had some interesting things to say about us, but you're going to have to get through the entire batch to listen to that. Now our coffee of the batch is Tinoco by Monogram Coffee. Cade, what did we rate this coffee? We rated this coffee three out of five secret Nazis. It was an exceptionally average, not quite as evil as our rating system coffee. Well, there you have it. Average coffee in a very difficult game. And with that, sit back, grab a mug of the... Grab, see, we still... Sit back, grab a mug. Fill it full of hot fill stuff. Fill it full of the hot stuff. Oh, see, and enjoy order. The Marvel superheroes. No, no, yeah. Just, just listen to the episode. Goodbye. All right, we are back for episode two of our actual play of Marvel Superheroes by TSR. How are you guys doing tonight? My brain hurts. <laughs> this is a confusing... I'm loving it. Like, I, I think it's super I feel, cool, but my brain hurts. Yeah, I feel the same way, but I also feel because literally every check is going to use the same table once we have, like... a like two hours put into it it's just like okay yeah green go yeah it feels like the I first agree. time i ever played D D, and i had to be like which die <laughs> is the d20 that's kind of how i'm feeling right now but i'm hoping that by the time yeah. we get the end of this batch is just like yeah yeah the die swore uh <laughs> <laughs> i agree i think we're getting into the groove of it and hopefully we'll like really start picking it up now you know, I, one of the comments I made when we were planning this batch is I said that this to me feels like the Zweihander of season two. Like when we got to that system, that's actually that's where we changed our entire format of the show. We went from one episode actual plays to four because we just realized that there was just too much that we weren't getting to. You know, um, I feel that way here, but because there's so much information to do like everything that you can do has a different style of role and a different modifier to that role like what's the one thing that you guys notice that is giving you the most headache um i mean the initiative was a time and a half because like just the way it's worded is is odd um the yeah that's the one so far for me it's the sheer like the different the amount of different descriptors for like your rank in in each skill you know I have my actual number I rolled, plus the number that is assigned to it by what rank that is, plus the, like, monstrous or whatever description 
And it's like, I feel like that could have been slimmed down and just used one. Like, just go with monstrous. Take the numbers right out of it. Yeah. One thing that I also... Jaden, how are you feeling about this? I don't know. I It's got a lot. Like, I, I feel like I've got the rules we've been using so far down. But I definitely feel like there's a lot of this game I still don't know how to play. So... I don't know if I have something specifically now, but ask me in two more sessions and I'll probably have a few things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing that I also noticed in our time between sessions um, is just that, like, when you're rolling, you don't always necessarily want to roll as high as possible. Like, looking at the chart, like, for my energy blast, if I roll too high, I just kill a dude. <laughs> like, straight up, they're dead. Like, and that's I wild to me. <laughs> I do think they say that you can actually lower yes. it down a tier if you want. Yeah. So you could bullseye the guy. So oh, still might kill him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did say that, that there's that autonomy that like if you actually don't want to kill him. But I also feel like that could be an interesting <clears throat> mechanic. You know, like Spider-Man didn't mean to kill Gwen, Sp Gwen Stacy. You know, he, he, he just rolled too kill, high. He did not kill her. He rolled too low. He didn't catch her in time. I feel, I feel like he rolled too high. No. He he caught her so well, it snapped her spine. Yeah, no. I feel like it didn't really no. matter where he caught her no. at a certain point. The speed was already there, and she was dead. No. Dude, that's a thing that the Master Chief did. Uh, wait, but... Spider-Man did it first. Of this, <laughs> at the release of this... Is, uh, is it spoilers off for uh, No Way Home? No, uh, by the time this is not. oh okay never mind. all right okay fine 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 <laughs> uh, Jody it's oh it's I it's love real it good, I think man. it's the, the perfect Spider-Man movie yeah other than maybe Spider-Man two Spider-Man two is really good Spider-Man two is really good but this also yeah. like adds an even more ne never mind even more layer upon layer upon layer all right well. Uh, we'll oh my god i just off. went back to the book and immediately opened to catching people while falling there <laughs> there is a mechanic for it uh, there's oh a precedent man. that's been set and they <laughs> have to follow through there's three columns of text per sheet of course there's a precedent Cade. i know but just yeah yeah all right well when we last left our literal heroes uh they had just defeated the cavalier robot and Nick Fury had kind of stepped in and, you know, we could have taken some remarks uh, any, any kind of way we wanted to. Some of you were insulted. Some of you were flattered. I don't really know. But he <clears throat> begins to kind of analyze the robot and wonder what could be changed for next time. When all of a sudden, six darkly dressed henchmen become running in. And for a second, they look very, very confused. And you hear one of them say to the other, was there supposed to be people here? I don't know. Did we come at the wrong time? Do you think I get paid for this? And uh, then they begin raising their guns at you as if to try to I, do, launch a full-on assault, I guess. And we are going to launch right back into initiative. Uh, how are they dressed? Um, like ninjas. Well, you can... Uh, tell you what, I will give you a roll for that. Roll me something right away. What am I rolling? Strength. <laughs> Just roll something. Uh, not strength. My strength's not great. Uh, can I roll agility? Uh, <laughs> I, agility? I'm about fighting. I'm about fighting. definitely reason. Oh, I can do reason. Reason's fine. Uh, okay. 
Uh, like, are you like, I'm going to fight my way into, like, reading their outfits? <laughs> uh, nope. I got a white. You, oh, okay. So I see well, the, the one thing you notice is that they appear to be wearing uh, white lab coats. But uh, underneath it, there's definitely, like, a uh, dark black-blue um, uniform. Other than that, it's pretty hard to tell. There's no emblem or anything on there that would uh, give me a hint. Not with that roll, sir. All right, let's German, roll initiative. Probably Hydra. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can assume whatever you want. <laughs> we can find out once they're unconscious. Okay, quick refresher <laughs> on what I'm rolling for initiative. Okay, I yeah. think we, we determined last episode that you're going to roll, and you have a modifier for your initiative based on what skill or rank level okay, you have. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, so you get a plus four based on yours from last time. Uh, and I get a plus 25. six. Even with a plus seven. Uh, well, believe it or not, you beat me because I rolled a total of 13. Nice. Now, the one, uh, uh, the one, I guess, um, quick fix that we're going to do from last episode is uh, Jaden pointed out that um, team members act in uh, one side because they're supposed to be able to um, talk together and plan their, uh, their order of attack or what they want to do together now we did just slightly do initiative uh, turn based on that but i think it still works this way so you guys can quickly decide what you as a team would like to do do your roles and then i will narrate what happens i want to rip their face off i'm a bear so <laughs> i can use my dark force to create a darkness around them so they can't <clears throat> see more than a foot in front of them perfect that goes first <laughs> okay but then what do the rest of you want we them? Well, we can't see in either, but we know they're in the cloud, right? So we just take pot shots into the cloud? Yeah, like, I don't know if your guys' abilities have, like, an area of effect of any kind. I'm uh, a bear. <laughs> that is my ability. <laughs> He's got a five-foot area you have of bear effect sense, you don't want to so... mess with. <laughs> yeah, you have bear sense. You should be able to go in and, like, sniff them out. That's a good point. Right? Yeah, no, you are right about that. So if I create darkness and like then Jaden shoots something in as like a pot shot before you're in the cloud, then you <laughs> can go in, bear. bear sense them and attack. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like actually, this. you have a force field, don't you? My yep. my air attacks are completely negated by force fields. Oh, there you go. So yeah, you can run in yeah, certain bear sense and then force field. And... Yep. Repelled <laughs> by any form of force field, so I can just chuck them down there and they're not gonna touch you. Yeah. All right. The C okay. team is very well equipped, apparently, for some deadly yeah. combos. <laughs> we got this. Nobody expects the bear. All right. So the order that I'm hearing is is Ty, Avery, and then Gale. I mean, I feel like it's just bears running in at the same time that I'm shooting into the right. cloud. And that's fine too. So, but we, the important thing is, is that uh, the smoke has to be done first in yes. order for you guys to be yeah. totally successful. Yeah. Uh, with that being done, if it is successful, I will give. Um, I'm going to give the bear a plus one column shift for nice. attacking within it, and I am going to give Gale a plus two because I think it would be easier to hit targets with the wind than as a, a melee attack. I mean, I'll take it. I don't know how big the area is. I'm just shooting wildly. I was expecting a minus. <laughs> All right. Ty. All right. So I rolled a 92 uh, under my incredible. That is a 
a red success. Uh, which, if you look under energy, means I kill them with darkness. Um, but I'm gonna bump that back. Because <laughs> I don't know how that works. It's not really an attack. It's more like an obstruction. Void. Is it... It, yeah it just I, creates darkness and it so, says that it's energy well it, it's part of my my dark force generation i agree with you just yeah like it's to me it's not really an attack as much as like an obstruction yeah. like it's a use of my power but it's not like a calm but you know yet. what i will i will allow you to t like you're <clears> gonna knock it back for one so to me you're gonna get the bullseye level which means that like you could perfectly contain them in that darkness perfect it also was, affects up to three areas, so, like, I was gonna kind of hit them regardless, but, yeah, so, it is now black around them. Like, it's not even just, like, dark. It's pitch black. Perfect. Too bad you couldn't be more accurate and just make tiny little, like, eye Just over their, their eyes. Just over their <laughs> like, eyes yeah. of, like, pure darkness. You know, just make individual I mean, helmets for each one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God. Yeah, if it was, I like, I almost considered it because he got a kill. I like, did. Like, <laughs> I mean, Kate, I would allow you to do like, it's at the level of their eyes, like, so that you could see their lower body. Sure. So we'll say it's just like it's contained to like head yeah. zone, and as a bear, your head is lower than theirs is. So I think you're good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's what we'll. I'll say what I'm doing. Okay, yeah, perfect. And uh, I'll actually, I will give both of them a plus two uh, for that, um, just based on the fact that these guys won't be able to, like, react to it. They better not duck. I'll say it moves with them. Mm. <laughs> like, broadbands with them. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so there are six of them. So, um, Jody, why don't you go ahead and roll to see uh, if you hit one of them. Uh, so we got an 80s, and you said I got the column shift? Uh, yes. Yeah, up to Okay, so red success just as an 86. Okay, so, <laughs> does that kill on a red success? What kind uh, of attack well, is that? I'm a bear. It's a blunt attack? <laughs> so stun. No, it is an edged attack. So kill. <laughs> Specified. <laughs> um, okay, I'm, I'm gonna throw something out there. Um, heroes don't kill. Uh, Moon Knight uh, bears, bears do. do. Uh, but you're still a hero. Moon so, Knight kills, Scarlet Spider kills, Punisher kills. Yeah, it says Deadpool kills rules. often. Let's talk about the rules on this. Uh, the only thing that it does is it affects your reputation. Yeah, right? just right. his so, reputation's already zero. Now, because I will say, yeah, your reputation... Uh, is zero because you're a mutant, but also you're in an enclosed area. I just want to talk our listeners through the rules here, right? <laughs> so if you choose to kill him, not Nick Fury's not going to give a shit. But uh, <laughs> is that is that accurate, Kate? Would I Nick mean, Fury uh, give a shit? I mean, Nick Fury is a big fan of like you do what needs to be done. Okay, uh, like he All backed right. the He's X Force, shot some people, and like the okay. X Force's whole role was to go and kill Thanos as a baby, or sorry, Apocalypse Ooh. as a baby. Um, yeah. It's dark. Yeah, they had to go assassinate him. Wolverine was on that team. Alright, so I guess if you're comfortable kills. killing him, <laughs> there's very little uh, standing in your way at this point. So yeah, if you want the yeah, kill, you got the kill. I also All right. got the kill. I also feel Thank like since it's happening blood. within this facility of shields, it's classified. This is like specialized information no one else yeah. needs to know. I'm happy with that. 
All right. Well, you managed to take out one of the six henchmen. Uh, you just lunge right through the, for the throat and just drag him down. Yeah, smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Jaden. Okay. Let's do this. Not bad. I got a yellow success. I'm going to, yeah, just chuck in the air ball. So that is a bullseye, I believe, with energy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Can I compress the dude's brain with, like, air force and knock him out? Yes. If you're trying to hit just one. Yeah, it does say not fatal, so I don't know if this is qualified as fatal, but I'm not crushing his brain to death. I'm just, like, you know, like, shaking it. Just really it. damaging it. Yeah, I'm just, like, getting in there and, like, using the air to, like, really shake it up in the exact way, like, when you get punched, like, perfectly by, like, a heavyweight boxer, but just from the inside instead of from the chin. I'm just giving him a major concussion. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, and how much damage does that do? That uh, would do 30. But, like, so over take... this course of his lifetime and his familial relationships, it does, like, 80. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got so, some severious CTE or whatever yeah. they call it. He's going to go you, home and Chris You harness your someone. wind powers and just absolutely ragdoll his head back and forth. And he immediately collapses on the ground when uh, you release him. And with that, it is their turn. There are four left who can move. Now, they're unable to, like, really try to escape. Like, how big of an area does this smoke have? Uh, it says up to three areas. Okay, so, so they're unable. So we said that's, like, almost 100 feet, right? We said 30 feet in area. Yeah, so. yeah. So they would be unable to, to move out of this area, um, I believe. Again, it's a little vague. I'm going to say that they, they can't. However, they, like, they run are into each other. <laughs> they are going to just like hold their ground, and they're going to do like a, a spray and pray method with their uh, <laughs> machine guns here. And so, with that, let's see here. They're going to use their their fight. <laughs> I just. Uh... I'll finish what you're doing first. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was just... Um, I'm going to take them down uh, a couple levels because of the uh, smoke there or the darkness. Uh, would you guys say that two levels seems fair because they're doing a spray and pray? Works for me. Sure. Okay, I mean, so they're going to get a green success. And uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, anybody who doesn't make an agility check of a... Uh, we're going to go with a yellow. We'll be hit for two damage. Um, they're shooting bullets, right? That's me. Yes. Yeah, I just figured. Um, my guy can make shields of wind up to a power rank of uh, remarkable, so 30. And they are effective against all physical missile attacks of that rank or lower. Okay, so I, I would de definitely allow you to substitute that instead of a dodge there. So I failed. How much damage am I taking? Two. Two? Yeah. Oh, because they they were at the feeble rank. And <laughs> their using, bo so their they're, bullets suck. <laughs> so this is this is what we t talked about, right? For like damage, as far as I know, if I'm if I'm ruling this right, damage with weapons kind of sucks. Well, it should do whatever damage like the weapon the weapon does. would do. Yeah, not the character's skill. Well, okay, so maybe that's what for so melee. I think that's like your 
yeah for discretion maybe for melee no, weapons it a... does whatever is lowest between the the character and the weapon but for ranged weapons it does whatever the weapon does or the ammo i can't remember it's one of the two yeah i just got to look at the chart for weapons here um because i feel like a bullet is gonna hit me for more than two damage <laughs> well he also he they had to go down two ranks there right so that's Maybe that's what I was doing that was wrong. But I feel like that should um, be just a hit, should it not? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Damage. So, uh, actually, it might not be. What kind okay, of weapon yeah, is yeah. it? It's a machine gun. Uh, machine Sub pistol? Machine gun. machine gun. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it does 30 damage. You're right. Yeah, it was I was going to say, that the, seems really hit low. Rather than the damage. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for catching that. No, so that'd be good. 30 damage. Okay. No problem. I have regeneration, so I'll get that back pretty quick out of combat. Perfect. Okay. And then it is back to the top of the initiative. So what's your guys' plan of attack now? Uh, I want to basically grapple one of them and hold them down so that we have one left to interrogate at the end of this all. Mm. So you're going to do the, the wrestle. Wrestling. Wrestling. And also, I lose double the karma of what I would have gained for stopping these guys because I killed this guy according to the book. <laughs> um, we'll figure that out after the combat. Yeah, there is a karma level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to lose 30. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. Negative 30. I feel like Gale inherently like connects with these guys because they don't sound like they're getting paid very well for their work either and so I, I feel like that's why he isn't killing anyone that's why he went with just like non-lethal maneuvers we should unionize with these guys it would be good we could actually get some pay for once like puh what do the avengers get paid like 100k a year tops if these guys work for hydra they do get paid yeah i was always under the impression that like avengers didn't pay it was like the I guess, I mean, what would they do? Okay, like is there an answer? For the Avengers, I feel like the Avengers are probably non-profit. Like, they get, Government yeah, like, funding. they don't get paid, like, themselves, but they, they're probably, like, their costs are subsidized by S.H.I.E.L.D., I would think. Tony okay. Stark has infinite money. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, he probably bankrolls a lot. But, like, but like Thor, Thor doesn't have use for money. He doesn't need to eat. Yeah. He just does because it's fun. Or what about, like, okay. Captain America? Like, he's got to pay for an apartment, I would assume. Man, I feel like his veteran's pension must be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And they have to start paying out at a certain age, I'm sure, and he's just going to keep reaping that in afterwards. I mean, like, he himself beat Hitler in a fistfight multiple times. I feel like he's making bank off the U.S. government. Yeah, or maybe he just gets, like, merchandising. Like, he gets royalties on all merchandise or something. Yeah, that's a good one. Get 5%. Yeah. Be rich. All right, Jody, go ahead and roll uh, for Avery's uh, wrestling, his grapple attack there. Okay, 57. So that would be a yellow success. All right, so he gets a full hold there. Um, And so what's going to happen is the attacker has placed the target in a position where he's fully restrained from action, and you may also damage the target. Um, it is considered held until you release him. Hmm. And you may perform one additional action, inflicting up to strength level of damage to the subject. Nope, just gonna hold. Okay. Alright. 
And Ty and Gale. Uh, I'm probably just going to blast it like one of the ones that's that's in the darkness, right? Just start picking them off before they know what's up. Yep. There are three remaining, so... I definitely miss. Or do I get a, a column shift because they're in darkness like the others did? For oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave the others a two, so go ahead. Cool. In that case, I hit. I get a green success. <laughs> All right. Dealing how much damage? Uh, that should still be just the original power rank, right? That, that the damage wouldn't shift just that it hit. Okay, so correct. Forty. Yeah, that was the error I made. So <laughs> yeah, so forty then. Okay, well he's dead, <laughs> or I guess he's incapacitated. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say you didn't roll a kill. You didn't roll a kill. Yeah, he uh, fainted like my Pokemon. Uh, he faded with a bullet to his head. I hope dark have, like, energy. Great health. <laughs> I hope they have great Dark. health insurance, because, like, this is going to be so expensive, always getting hit with these superhuman abilities that can, like, cut humans in half. <laughs> they're going home and complaining to their wives that they're just trying to make a paycheck as they're, like, given a stake to slap on their eye. If, if this is Hydra, there was a comic series about it, about a Hydra oh. agent named Bob and how he had to live <laughs> paycheck to paycheck and, uh, yeah, was looking for other employment. <laughs> You'd think he'd work at, like, Walmart or something. You would think, right? Actually, he was trying to get in with AIM, because they pay better. Mm. Alright. Jaden, what is is Gale going to do in this round? I mean, I think we're just, you know, if it ain't uh, broke, don't fix it, and just throw some more air slaps at these guys. Alright. Ooh, not a very good... I mean, no matter what I look at, a five is just going to be a failure. Ooh, even with that plus two? Oh, that plus two wouldn't matter. The, oh, to get okay. a five being successful, you need to be Z shift or up. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, so what I'm gonna say is uh, that darkness. Do you think the wind? Nah, the wind wouldn't have any impact on it. Hey, no, it's yeah. not I mean, like for my understanding. Like, it's, it's not light. like a physical thing. Yeah. It's like incorporeal. Yeah, yeah. he's more yeah, exactly. or less just like a censorship bar, and it's just yeah, you can't exactly. get rid of those things. Those are yeah. destructible. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, they feel a cool breeze just kind of blow and ruffle their hair. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just a, you know, a quick quaff of the hair. <laughs> and they are going to go back for the, the uh, uh, spray and pray. Um, the, the one is going to actually realize that if he just crouched, he could probably take a good line of sight. Um, and when he does crouch down, he notices that... Uh, uh, Jaden's character is like, would you like twirl your hands to get the wind going? Yeah, I feel like he does a lot of fancy hand gestures. Very like performative, very eloquent, and stupidly exaggerated. Yeah, so he's doing that, and he's uh, then looking at his hands and being like, hmm. And he is going to roll. Not to my fire. one weakness, my hands! Um, And obviously this guy was feeling like way too agile because as he uh, lunges down, he doesn't quite stick the knee placement and his gun fires off to the left, uh, unable to hit you. But the second one is going to go and he is also going to do like a a spray and pray method. And uh, unfortunately, he starts like, like... his whole senses have been thrown off, and he begins just firing way too high, almost like like a really bad pulp uh, film where the enemies just fire everywhere. 
Yeah. And uh, it is back to, I believe, Avery is still holding. Okay. Mm-hmm. I so... would like to basically grab onto his shoulder with my jaw and like slowly walk back through the darkness while maintaining aggressive eye contact with the last henchmen's. That's so badass. I'm scared for them. (laughs) (laughs) If only they could see what you're doing. Well, one Uh, guy is crouching. He can see it. (laughs) Well, you do manage to do that. And then we're going to go back to uh, Ty. Uh, I'll blast uh, the guy that's crouching. So I wouldn't get the bonus on him because he can see me, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, 53, which on my incredible... Is a green success. All right, so, and he seeing what you're about to do is going to roll for a uh, dodge. I mean, he can certainly try. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and tell me what you're doing as a character. Uh, so I'm, I guess, like two hands blast and just dark force shoots out towards him. Excellent. So as he sees you raising his hands at him, he uh, goes to throw himself sideways and trips over his own foot and kind of just lays down where he takes the full assault of your attack, dealing how much damage? 40. 40, and he is incapacitated. Nice. And that leaves one left, or did we already get him? Sorry, I lost track there. And there's one being drugged by a bear. And then there's yes, um, the, the, the one, one that uh, you guys were not hitting each other, right? Yeah. 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 Or this one didn't hit you. Yeah. We got it. One left. So that would be yours, Jaden. You want to rinse and repeat? Yeah. Gonna throw some more air slaps at him. That's kind of what my guy does. <laughs> <laughs> that is a green success. Perfect. And he is unable to. Dodge that, so how much damage is he going to take? 30. And he is also incapacitated. And so, uh, when everything is said and done, uh, Nick Fury uh, steps in. It looks like he was trying to pull um, the um, Cavalier unit off to the side, almost to try to get it out of the way so it didn't suffer any damage. And uh, when he comes back in, he uh, calls some security officers who were apparently just doing nothing, just hanging out. Uh, and they, they come right away and they, they pull the incapacitated people and the one that Avery had subdued off away to the brig. And uh, Fury just stands there and he's like, I just don't get it. Why would they choose this time to attack? We, we're going to have to interrogate this. Listen, I know we pulled you here to fight the Cavalier and try to Try to performance test that thing, but I think I might need your help to do some investigation. The way that I can see it is, uh, I can see two different things that you could try to do right now. You could try to come for this interrogation, see if there's any input that you could have. But I don't have enough men to go check the, the perimeter, and that might be something else you could do. And outside of that, I'll be honest, I don't know how they would have gotten in here. So, perhaps just... Searching the offices or the labs would would find some information. I'm feeling like you got a mole. I'm feeling like your mole might be the shifty-eyed one that has a similar accent to these men. Not to stereotype, but he was acting quite suspicious, and these guys were also wearing lab coats. I trust Krupman. 
but I've been betrayed before. Do what you need to. I'll see. I'll see uh, to that these are talk. These men are talked to, and if I see you, I see you. Otherwise, we'll catch up in, mm, let's say, an hour. All right. I at this point have sh- reshape shifted back to my human form. And uh, now I'm in the Hulk predicament where all my clothes have been shredded off. So, Mr. Fury, uh, I'm going to need a new outfit. Something snazzy. (laughs) Your quarters have a change of attire for you for just such a situation. You can find extras there. Do you normally just, like, strip one of the bad guys that you capture or what? (laughs) Well, normally I'm alone off in the middle of the forest doing solo bear stuff. Doesn't that make it weirder when there's just a naked dude running through the forest? Well, I wouldn't ship back into... You're right. Like, you're not wrong. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get you a backpack, and we'll put some <laughs> change of clothes in that for you. We'll get a real stretchy one. We'll get a bear fanny pack? I yes. actually love this idea. I like the way that you think. And also, when I shapeshift back into a human, I have, like, a ridiculously bushy beard. I was clean-shaven before. <laughs> Uh, um, I... As a side, uh, one of the things that uh, Avery finds when he uh, has shifted back is he reaches into his mouth and he pulls out what <laughs> appears to be a badge-like <laughs> insignia that was on the collar of one of the of the guy that he had subdued. Now, when he looks at it, uh, it appears to be a mysterious blue skull and crossbones. Let me tell you, you never quite get used to the taste. In a good way or a bad way? Bad way. That's fair. Blue skull and crossbones. Yeah, I don't know who, like, what organization that would be, like, as Cade. Um, Make an intuition check? Yeah. Um, it would be, um, it's not intuition. Reason. Reason. Reason? I think. It is now. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Okay, reason. Excellent. Uh, yellow success. Um, yeah, so you you think that you've heard of this, but um, you're not 100% sure because it's, it's pretty obscure, um, but it's definitely a Nazi logo. Red Skull. Bum, bum, bum. Hmm? Red Skull. <laughs> um, but it's blue. Yes, but... Uh, they, either Red Skull or, or Baron Zemo is involved. Potentially both. Uh, it could um, be Blue Skull. Uh, I'm going to write that down sure as soon as I get my pen scene. I just dropped. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, if his name's Red Skull, his branding should be a Red Skull. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, okay, I feel like we need to go and interrogate... Uh, it is intuition, sorry. Not that it matters. I'll accept your role as it is, but it would be intuition. Okay. I feel like we need to go and intimidate um, the the professor. Um, sure. Yeah, I feel like he's involved somehow. All right. Well, Nick Fury leaves you to that. In the meantime, you did earn some karma from both this battle and the battle at the end of the last episode. Um, so, uh, you managed to defeat the Cavalier robot, so that's plus 15. Uh, you defeated the Commandos, which is another 15, and you were able to find the badge, uh, which is uh, another 10. I'm going to award that 10 just to Jody, um, 
So <laughs> now you had a minus 30 for killing somebody. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, st- I'm right back just under where I started before the fight. All right. <laughs> and you are going to investigate um, Corruptman, right? That's yeah. who you wanted to go to. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, let's see. So you managed to uh, find him in his labs, and he he's running around pretty uh, pretty excitedly. And um, uh, it looks like uh, why don't you guys give me give me a reason check? A failure. Uh, gr- no yellow success. Yeah, yellow success. Oh, my apologies. It's it's going to be an intuition again. I really, like, reason and intuition are not good uh, uh, names, in my yeah. opinion. But Just a green success, then. Green success? Mine stays a green success. Okay. Yeah, mine would be, too, if it's intuition. All right. So when you look around, uh, you notice that uh, it almost looks like he's packing. Um, there, are, there are, like, bags of things... Uh, going somewhere, Professor. Or maybe uh, when are you going? What? What? Going uh, somewhere. No, I'm. A when? I'm not sure what that means. Uh, no, I'm merely just cleaning the lab. Is is there something wrong? Yeah. Um, the lab was just infiltrated. Um, by some men wearing some lab coats who seem to know exactly what was going on and um you were acting quite suspicious before and now we see you packing up things from a secret laboratory and um we would just like to ask you some questions about your involvement oh well it seems rather foolish of them to come while you're fighting the robot doesn't it unless they thought that we were all going to be preoccupied and they'd be able to sneak off with some Technology uh, while we were all distracted. Mm. Mm. And just what are you in insisting upon? I'm uh, insinuating that you are a mole, and that you informed these men who we believe to be working um, with Nazi sympathizers, such as uh, Red Skull or perhaps Baron Zemo, and. Uh, yeah, we feel that you have been feeding them information, um, perhaps related to your uh, time travel technology. Mm. Mm. Time travel? And wh- where would you have gotten such silly notions as time travel? Well, chrono locomotion is uh, a very niche subject that not many are studying. And uh, we did find documents in this lab when we first arrived. Uh, to point out that that was something that you were researching. <laughs> well, I I suppose a man of your talents, him knowing that you're also a, uh, a scientist, would know all about that. I'm sure Mr. Fury would be upset, though, if he knew that you were prying into business beyond your capacities. Probably not as upset as he would be if he knew that you were leaking it to the enemy. And tell me, what sort of evidence do you have to suggest that I would be working with the Nazis? Well, they had to have known some way to get in. This is a secret base, after all. 
they were wearing lab coats, and uh, you are the head of research here. Um, not to mention, and I don't mean to racially profile, but your German accent does uh, lend us some kind of indication that you may have studied in Germany during uh, that time. And do you have any proof that they are Nazis, for, sure, for certain? We do, actually. We found a, uh insignia upon them that is uh, belonging to a Nazi group. I appreciate your... I don't mean to racially profile, but I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a white guy in the 80s. Actually, I'm not. I'm uh, Asian-American. Tyler Kwan. Um... <laughs> Alright. Um, I'll tell you what. You guys can show him... Um, Show him the the badge that you found, mm-hmm. and um, he is going to make a roll here. I bet he is. If he doesn't want things to get buried, he better fess up. <laughs> very very bad. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just looking for his stats here. Um, there's a potential for a ton of enemies in this. Oh, good. You're not supposed to tell us that. Oh no, it's good. I'm not cutting this. <laughs> uh, so at the sight of the badge, he gets he gets very nervous. He gets very like flustered and is I don't I no I I do I I do not think that I've seen this before. Because mm, it sure seems like you have. <laughs> well, uh, you know, being from. Germany, I, uh, it is, um, of course, common knowledge, so that is perhaps where I'm, I'm thinking of it. Um, yes, uh, I, I believe that it is the, um, the Nazi Blattout Commando Unit. Yes, that's, that seems to be correct. And um, any uh, information about that that you could give us? Uh, I'm sure your history books could find out all about it. Mm, and I'm uh, if you. if you will excuse me, um, I I must very much be be getting going. And, and he he goes to, uh, he goes to to leave. And curiously, when he does, he picks up, uh, he picks up two bags, and that's all. He's packed a lot more than that, but he picks up two, and he attempts to move past you. Uh, I think we stop him. I attempt to grab one of the bags. Okay, um, you can make a uh, fighting check for that, I believe. Red success. All right, so you managed to snag. Uh, are you, were you the, the right or the left? Uh, left. Okay, so you managed to grab the bag. And uh, are we just going to let him keep going after we've grabbed the one bag? I think I want to try to stop moving. him. You're gonna try to stop him completely? Yeah, I think so. Like I, I don't think that anybody should be leaving the facility when like an active yeah investigation is going on. Okay, okay, you can try to stop him here. Um, what strength roll? Fighting? Uh, yeah, I believe it'd be a fighting because it's a maneuver okay. there. Uh, da, 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 da. so that's remarkable. Uh, green success. Okay, what's and you have a remarkable base value? Yeah, I have a remarkable uh, fighting. 
Okay, uh, you beat him. Uh, he he t- attempts to kind of dance around you, and you just halt him in in his steps. Uh, I'm sorry, Professor. I I don't believe we can let you leave while there's an active investigation going on. Now listen here. I work here, and you do not. That means I have access. See this key card? And he shows you his like identification, and his, it means I go where I want. <clears throat> Nick Fury told us personally to take care of this. And what will you do with me now? You have me here? We'll hold you here until we can verify that you are not a mole. And uh, he, uh, he, 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 he says, fine. And he walks over to um, a chair and, and sits there and says, it would be a waste of your time, though. Why is that? Because I have nothing. You cannot prove it was me. Jody, do you look innocent. in the bag that you... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jaden. Oh, I was going to say, those words don't sound innocent. You can't prove it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would look in the bag. All right. Uh, on the inside of the bag, you find uh, a lunch, first of all. Uh, you can try <laughs> to eat it if you want. But the second thing that you find is a book. And the book is titled World War II Inside and Out. All the people, all the places, and all the events. Written by Hamilton Crane. Well, this confirms that he's reading about the nut. No, no. <laughs> Do you want to see if I he's in that it book? All out for, I dump it all out for full view of everybody. Uh, is there any like, yeah, do we want write, s- like notes or anything in the book? Yeah, or see if he's mentioned in the book? Hmm. Scroll to the appendix. <laughs> Uh, he he is indeed mentioned, but it's a very brief mm. citation of him. And like a citation of his work or like a mention of a role he played? Um, it just talks about how he was uh, one of the, the German scientists uh, under Hitler's command, but it doesn't really note any like big details that he had. Oh, they paperclipped him. Yeah, exactly. Operation Paperclip. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, so, um, uh, you say that you had nothing to do with these Nazi organizations, yet you used to, uh, do work for the Nazis. And, and just as you kind of sort of put the pieces together... I feel like I've had the pieces together for a while. (laughs) And ask him that question, (laughs) and you point to his name in the article, you hear over the intercoms, this is Fury. C-Team, report to my office. And with that, I'm out of coffee, so it's time for a refill. Potions and Potpourri, a Dungeons and Dragons variety show podcast where two gal pals, Keisha and Kayla, talk about a variety of topics, including discussions. Wizards of the Coast has tried recently to change the mechanics, but I think the biggest thing they did was release Tasha's Cult of Everything. Right. That like really changed the way that people can make their characters. Live plays. We caught the tracker trying to kill Claude. He already killed some of the household guards. Uh, we did everything we could to try and save him, but uh, the tracker unfortunately got got to him before we could. But we took care of the tracker. So oh, he's gone. He's gone by Joseph. <laughs> Over. Interviews. Yeah, I'm not gonna fool you. If you're not having fun with your character after all, I'm not gonna make you play your character. Right. You have to figure out why is your current character leaving and why is this new character joining. Potions and potpourri. 
Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Tabletop Players, it's Ruin here. We're just taking a quick coffee refill, and as we do that, we wanted to talk to you about some of the exciting possibilities that we have here in the Natural 20 Cafe. Join with me to do that is my co-host, Cade. Hey, I'm still Cade uh, from the beginning and now. Uh, we have some really awesome things that we would love for you to be aware of. First of all, we have our Patreon. If you like the show and would like to support us more while getting some extra goodies along the way, please consider checking us out on Patreon at Cantrips and Coffee. Uh, for a couple of bucks, you can support us while also getting some amazing bonuses like our exclusive Discord, some extra special side podcasts that aren't released anywhere else, as well as uncut episodes of this show you're listening to right now. We're even funnier if you don't filter us you can also join us on all forms of social media we are most active on instagram and tiktok and uh yeah we like to think we're funny and post funny things there and so uh join in on the conversation and who knows maybe look forward to a contest or something that we throw at you once in a while but uh with that i think those beans are being done brewing and we're gonna get back into the episode and we are back and highly caffeinated. All right, guys. So the last that uh, we were um, interacting with Krupman, we had him at the table. We were just about to try and interrogate him more. And then all of a sudden, we got a call over the intercoms from Nick Fury to get back. Yeah, I feel like we probably want to bring Krupman with us. If he was already trying to get the hell out of Dodge, uh, I feel like probably better to keep an eye on him. Even if he isn't actually, like, in cahoots or a bad guy or anything like that, it seems like he knows more than he's letting us in on. Yeah, there's no way we're letting him yeah. walk out. Yeah, it is weird we that he's packing that. his bags. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, um, why don't you guys start out? Give me a roll here. I want to go with a... Hmm. What do I want to go with here? You know what? I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be an intuition, uh, and I actually think it is the right role this time. So everybody, roll me an intuition as you're standing there talking about what you should do with Krupman before heading back. Uh, ooh, that is a uh, white. I, I failed hard. So what happens when we roll ooh, a seventeen I on just, the typical. Just a green success. Yeah, I just slid onto that green. Just barely yes, made it. Just barely on the green there. All right. Well, I am going to make. A roll against you here, and just need to get out. Can I just punch him in the face first so that he's more responsive? (laughs) (laughs) Lesson two. Yeah, can yeah. Would it be easier for me to see what he was thinking if I punch him in the face? I guess that's my question. (laughs) Um, Are we in in agreement that um, like a stealth roll would be? Is there like a that might be a specific skill? I was thinking maybe agility. That's probably what I would put it under. Yeah. Yeah. Like, All right. He's faking us out. Roll, so to me, that, so that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh, Krupman's a fat guy. And I can oh. say that because I'm a fat guy. <laughs> All right. Well, um, as you guys are standing there discussing and being like, no, we're taking him with us. Uh, Krupman, very, what he thinks is slyly, <laughs> puts his hand under the table and begins to reach for something. I'm gonna. <laughs> He's got a gun. Uh. I get way too violent. My what I wanted to be is like I'm gonna throw a freaking magic blade at him, like with my air freaking attacks and cut his arm off. But Jeez. that's probably a little hardcore. I mean, you are in a compound outside of the public eye. Yeah, I don't feel like that's the go. I would like to try and. Cru- oh, I can't. My force field's only around me. 
damn it. I was like, I'm going to make a force field around that thing. Uh, I can make air force fields. I want to make an air force field around it. So he can't touch whatever he's doing. I'm blocking the hole underneath of the desk. Okay. All right. Roll for that. I totally feel like I'm extending the use of this power, but I'm going to go for it. What is three zeros? Uh, 100. That's a critical success. He is bludgeoned against the table and his <laughs> spine is broken. Uh, no, we'll just say it's successful. So you like slap his hand away with, uh, with the force of the air. And as you mm. do that, uh, a <laughs> rifle falls to the ground. Called it. I feel like no. a gun was not his best choice. Like a gun, <laughs> no. really? You were gonna shoot us? Did you just see what I did with that wind? I could cut you into like eighty pieces in one second. This guy, he could turn into a bear. I'm not kidding you, a legitimate bear. And then this guy, I don't know, he kicks stuff, but he kicks really hard and then makes some black stuff fly around. <laughs> yep, make black stuff I fly around, like, guy. That's what they call. That's me. like Michael <laughs> Pina describing your team. <laughs> I know anyway, the least bro. about Ty. That's why he gets the worst description. <laughs> All right. Well, with that in mind, uh, you, you scoop up Krupman and uh, haul him off to uh, Nick Fury. And when you arrive, you kind of give him the lowdown of, of what you've uh, described. And, and tell you what, uh, why don't you guys just give me a summary of what you think is going on at this time? So, basically, we found this insignia of insert name of group here. I know you told it to us, but I don't remember what it was. Um, some Nazi group. Uh, the on Bl- uh, Blato Commandos. Yes, uh, the Blato Commandos. Um, we also uh, found that Krutman was packing up his stuff and trying to leave. Um, he was packing up a bunch of his research on like time travel and stuff as well. Um, and when we confronted him and then were distracted, he tried to grab a rifle to shoot us. Uh, I feel like your boy is uh, not not on the up and up there, Fury. <laughs> yeah, it feels like the commandos were coming to steal the technology or something, not expecting there to be an active test going on and just be led in the lab. Yeah, and we did find a book that specifically named Krupman as being somebody who worked with the Nazis. So, some yeah. awkward name drop. Mm. So Fury kind of considers us for a bit, and he says, "The Blotto Commandos." Mm. I'd heard of them during World War II. Wasn't a lot of information back on there. They were very secretive. Well, it mm. seems like Krupman knows about them. Uh, yeah, didn't. So this is me asking. This isn't like me. Like I'm asking you. You're not going to ask some sort of niche like lore about Marvel. I wouldn't know, right? No, mm-hmm. no I'm asking you. Like we <laughs> did confirm that like Red Skull is involved. Did we not? No. No, no okay. we that confirmed was... Blue Skull is. The, the meta narrative. <laughs> <laughs> the meta narrative. Uh, you were specifically asked, or sorry, warned about a dude with some weird face. Yeah, but I thought that I couldn't remember if. Krutman had, had like confirmed our hypothesis that he was involved. But I freaking confirmed oh, Blueface. I've forgotten is involved. so much over this coffee break. The caffeine hit me way oh, too hard. Oh man, the <laughs> coffee break. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, no worries. Then yeah, so I won't mention anything. I'll I'll just say like I believe that that, you know, it's plausible to assume Red Skull is involved if the Nazis are involved. Um, but I don't think we found any hard evidence. 
wow, way to whitewash the evil of the Nazis. Like, they could have other skulls or something. I don't know. There's Red Skull (laughs) and there's Baron Zemo. Oh, Baron Zemo was mentioned. He was the other one. That, yeah. Uh, Was he mentioned? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in the book. I don't know. um, Of, like, Nazi references and stuff. I'm pretty sure he was mentioned. Anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, What if there's a new guy on the block? (laughs) Uh, Nick Fury, hearing hearing you guys kind of discuss this through, he says, I'd appreciate it if you keep this on the down low. The more people that know about this, the more possibility there is of other moles letting on. For now, I think you need to go to Krupman's house. Search it and see if you can find any clues to his um, goings-on. And he, uh, he kind of frisks Krupman and manages to find his, uh, his wallet and pulls out a driver's license and says, this will have the information you need. Uh, I trust you have your own vehicle. Oh, no, you guys left it at the airport. So he says that he'll supply you guy with, guys with a van. Okay. Uh, it's not well, our van. Like, I know that we're vigilantes and, like, this is, like, secretive, but, like, do we need a warrant or anything for, like, searching this dude's house? He chuckles and he says, "Shield will take care of everything." Perfect, thank you. It wouldn't look good if we got arrested. <laughs> you imagine? No, he's a Nazi. <laughs> okay, uh, sir. You okay, costume man. freaks. We were hired okay. by a secret government agency to break into this guy's house. <laughs> breaking nudes or breaking nudes? Breaking news. <laughs> Perverts found dressed in strange costume in stranger's house. That's what we needed to call Dark Roast. Welcome to Cantrips and Coffee, Dark Roast. Breaking nudes. I uh, stroke my beard and say, what kind of budget do we have for expenses on this operation? (laughs) Consider everything that you need to be paid for. Oh, we're getting a tank. Oh, okay, we're not getting a tank. Not yeah, we're like gonna need we're our van. A better van, like it still makes it a better van. <laughs> yeah, plus two appearance. Come on. Mm-hmm. If we put flames on it, it it's goes at least ten kilometers faster. Our popularity rank is gonna go up so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you can get the sense that Fury's pretty busy. He's very calm, but he hasn't stopped like moving and like doing tasks while you've been in there um so it's probably at this point that unless you have anything else uh fairly serious or important that you want to ask him you get the sense that it's best to just do the job yeah probably just head out let's do the work just hard cold shoulder in us i guess that's okay i feel like it's not a cold shoulder it's just like a i'm not gonna slow down so either talk or don't that's, I think, the exact definition of a cold shoulder, but okay. Is it? I thought a cold shoulder was, like, a definite, like, I'm not paying attention to you. <sighs> I mean, I guess, but it, he's doing other work. He'll pay attention Unless to he's... us when we have that sick mural on the side of the van. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? And this is why people get into arguments in real life is because they, like, there's often a misconception or... Yeah, a misconception of what somebody's actions are, you know? Like, they didn't mean Mm. to, but you were like, damn, Nick Fury's cold-shouldering us, asshole. I feel like he just thinks he is top dog and that we're not even worth his time at this point. Like, he's just like, go do what I told you and leave. 
That's that's might. what I got from that. He kind of <laughs> is top dog, though, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a part of why I think that. I'm sure he could rip so my head smooth. off. Yeah, he might have turned so the eye patches towards us and think we've already left. <laughs> <laughs> He'll turn and be like, oh my god, you're still here. <laughs> oh, you scared me. Breaking news, Nick Fury, deaf in one ear. <laughs> We're having this whole conversation out loud. Just like, is he cold shoulder, I guess? I don't know if he's cold shoulders. Dude, what should we put on the van? Like... <laughs> if we don't look right. professional yet, I don't know what we can do to be better coming across. All right. So from the uh, from the driver's license, you find that Krupman lives on the outskirts of Albuquerque, New Mexico. And um, when you drive towards it, you notice that he has a large suburban mansion, um, which you're hoping you can find some records and things there. Um, but as you approach it, you realize that there's nobody present here. Um, you're not sure if he's married or anything, but either way, it seems to be vacated for now. And uh, it, uh, it looks like it has a lot of features, like it is a mansion, um, probably about 20 different rooms or so in it. Um, as we're coming up to the house, does it look, like you said, it looks like it's empty. Does it look like everybody, like there's just nobody home or does it look like people have like evacuated, like doors left open, entire train? Like, does it look like people like fled or is it just like people are at school and work and whatever? Uh, the former, like everybody's left for the day. Okay. Uh, all the doors okay. are secured and things like mm. that. Okay. Um, there's no like peel out marks in the driveway. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He must be evil because there's no scientist in this day and age of the 80-somethings that could afford a house this big. Like, uh, an apartment with two bedrooms, top dollar. But if he's Operation Paperclip, there might have been yeah. some financial kickback, too, there. Yeah. I think he's evil. I think. Oh, yeah. You guys made that reference before. What is Operation Paperclip? Operation Paperclip well, was... Yeah, the Americans brought over a bunch of bunch of former Nazi scientists to like yeah. fork over all of their research without having to be like tried for war crimes. Yeah, they did like I mean they had some of the most cutting edge research of the time. Yeah. I mean they also had no ethics in doing it and that is what allowed them to make such leaps and bounds in certain situations. Yeah. Um but they and in some of their insanity they did find some pretty crazy stuff and so yeah. like every country tried to get their hands on him like we always talk about paperclip but like every other major power yeah. at that time also took german scientists and other german high level ranking people yeah. into their operation because they wanted their knowledge yeah nasa was filled with nazi scientists <laughs> yep. that's how they got to the moon first and oh yeah it was if you huh. see any guys with big face scars they were likely to be from Germany and, or from like the um, not the Nazis because they had a big thing where especially the high-ranking dudes would fence or some sort of sword fighting, and it would be considered like really manly to get a really nasty scar. So they would get that cut on their face, and then they would like pack it with like horse, something like I can't remember something from yeah. horses, probably like their mane like hair or something hot, like yeah. that, and other stuff, stuff so that it would heal, but it wouldn't like look nice after it healed. Yeah. Which is where the stereotype came from in movies. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hard to yeah. But like so, so vain. <laughs> in a somewhat related topic, although it's it's Russian, so it's different, right? Cold War. But uh, there's a really good limited series podcast that's just finished, and it's called The Agent. And it's about a, uh, a Russian spy planted in the U.S. who, like, ends up not turning against, but, like, leaving and, like, going, like, cold. Like, cold trail or whatever they call it, right? And then, just like... Quitting. 
yeah, just quitting and being like, no, they're telling me to go back and F that. I'm going to stay here. And like, it's it's really good. I think it's like 10 parts or something like that. Yeah, it's because they don't have McDonald's in Russia. I bet you it's something silly like that. Like there was one specific thing. Okay, maybe friends and family, but whatever. Screw them. No, it was definitely a fast food joint. So he had two different like children in Russia with two different women. And he was like, I don't care about them. I'm not going back. And then all of a sudden, he has a daughter in America with somebody else. And he's like, I want to stay for her. And it's like, dude, like you abandoned two other kids. No, yeah, that is hardcore to finally he change it up. Like alimony and child payments. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's the smartest deadbeat there ever was. <laughs> uh, it's really interesting. Like when he talks about like his training and what he had to do to like prove himself to get into it, but also like just who he was being raised. Anyways, we're completely off track yeah. here. All right, so Crutman's <laughs> house doesn't look like it's uh, doesn't look like there's anybody here. It is all secured, though. Things like that. I would like to transform into a bear and uh, brute force through a door. Yes. Please roll. <laughs> Do we want to like case the place for like? Can they see the front door from the road? Because if so, let's do a back door. I'm taking it. He's going for it. All right. Uh, (laughs) Can it be a side door? A remarkable uh, strength roll. Please roll a remarkable strength strength roll. Unearthly. So, like, how does that affect the roll again? I think you automatically succeed. You're you're over two levels ahead, so you can just automatically do it. So you bear form, just charge dead through (laughs) this door, blowing it completely off the hinges. It was a steel door. It's dented. Robot turrets come up and start blasting you. Could have easily seen them through a window, but no. Could be. Could be. But does it? No. Uh, instead, oh. <laughs> what you see is it almost looks like um, like a staging ground has happened inside of like the main entrance and like the main living room area. Uh, okay. There's sleeping bags everywhere. There's uh, different crates and uh, bags and things. It looks Called like it. for roughly 20 people. Called it. <laughs> of course, the German guy did it. I was so certain it was going to be the other... Bat- no. or the other doctor we talked to turns Again, out no like he's just an upstanding it's asshole just germans yeah red herring as a term hasn't been made yet like <laughs> actually i'm pretty sure it hasn't but i'm pretty sure it's from like a russian play or something like check up but anyway okay so i'm knowledge just is power forge ahead like what's the the layout look like are we walking in and there's like a stairway or something up or down in any site uh yeah yeah there's like a a stairway that would go upwards there's like the typical like grand hall off to the right where they would entertain for dinner and like the kitchens and things like that to the left would be the living room area which has like of course the giant mantle and like the wet bar like everything for entertaining um valued guests can i check some of the crates that are in this little staging area and see what's in them yeah, absolutely. So when you start looking through some of the crates, you find, uh, first of all, like a, a photograph that looks pretty old, like probably 1940s or something like that. Uh, and when you observe it, you notice that there's a group of Nazi scientists inside of it. And very obviously, Krupman is in it. This guy's so bad at hiding his past, like literally travels <laughs> with a book that indicts him. <laughs> like just has pictures like on the the table. <laughs> yeah, he's not good at covering his tracks. Since he's so bad, I would like to fly way above the house and look down and see if there's just like 
paths or like anything secret hidden around the freaking pl- property because i'm sure i could just see it from the air with how terrible this guy That's is at covering great. his tracks yeah absolutely uh do you have to make a roll to do your fly or is that just something you can do i don't know i feel like i can just kind of fly yeah um, i'm pretty sure yeah, I, I feel, oh, I feel no, like it says i got a roll a, a power stunt i guess you look down, and well, there's just a bunch of rocks that say that I heart Hitler on the front lawn. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I definitely fly. I, um, oh, that's just a yellow success. Don't want to get too excited. Just, you just you don't want to kill someone by flying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, blow out all the windows. So, yeah, you managed to, to fly high above the mansion, and honestly, for everything you can see it kind of just looks like a regular mansion which sounds mm-hmm. ridiculous a regular just a regular mansion um you know it's got the pool in the backyard um with the massive like tiering system to it a little fake artificial mm-hmm. waterfall um you know two stories with like an observatory wing and stuff like that um nothing too crazy like nothing shouting like hey i'm a nazi come find me mm-hmm. okay I mean, other than, you know, all the, the Nazi paraphernalia yeah. in the house. Well, he but keeps whatever. that inside, right? He doesn't yeah. want the neighbors to see. Yeah, obviously he's got no annoying kids that like to freaking yeah. peek into anyone's Listen, windows. Cause if done. the Stevensons, you know, found out that he was a Nazi, he'd never be invited for bridge again. No. Mm-hmm. I'm going to forge on ahead upstairs, see what's up there. Sure. Um, so you, you come to like the, the master bedroom while you're searching upstairs, and you actually manage to find a couple of journals. Um, one seems to be like several years old and as you're reading it it tells the story of the crash landing of the Orfu time machine back in 1943 Um, and it describes the work that uh, somebody named Baron Zemo again you might have heard of him earlier uh, Baron Zemo and Krupman put into uh, creating two duplicates of the of the time machine Um, and then goes on to describe some mysterious mission in which three commando teams would be sent to uh, sent out into the future and uh, it notes that one of them was sent in 2146 uh, one of them was into 1989 and uh, the the destination of the third team is not listed well it is 1989 so I feel like we mm-hmm. found our second crew mm-hmm. and then actually underneath the description of the the time ship for 1989 it says the estimated point of arrival and it lists some latitude and longitude uh do we know where that is or like can we punch it into the gps um i mean yeah i basically told you where everything else was at this point so i'll assume you have some sort of gps system still um yeah if you guys were to to coordinate with that you would find out that it's in san diego interesting before we get too far away from the scene, I just want to step back and just appreciate the fact that we had a gigantic bear crash through a giant steel door, then go upstairs and gently sit down on the floor and leaf through a book and read it right? to fully understand this. <laughs> Some like reader's theater that. right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just using spectacles. like the tip of one claw yeah, to like flip the pages. Opening the page. <laughs> um, in that picture uh, of Nazi scientist that has Krupman in it, how old does Krupman look in the picture compared to now? Uh, old, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, so it like, does look like he's aged now. Or sorry, okay. sorry, he looks young. He looks younger. Okay. Um, okay. The, the so Krupman you know now is old. No. Okay. okay. So, yeah. So, 
I I suspect that Crutman was part of that crew that like sent for forward these commandos, but had to do something on this end to make sure that they could be safely received. Mm-hmm. Um, Jody, are you are you showing these journals to um, your other two here? Sorry, what were yeah, you guys' names uh... again? That coffee break really messed me up. Uh, <laughs> so we have Ty Quando. Ty Quan. <laughs> Saquon. Yeah, uh, and that's then... racist. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> my guy's Avery or just Smokey? Okay, Avery. Oh, yeah, Smokey. And yeah. Sergeant. My guy's Mystic Gale, or his normal name right. is Gale Lawson. Ty, Gale, Avery. Okay, uh, so sorry. Um, is Avery showing these to Gale and Ty? Uh, yeah, I would have, uh, like, put them... Put them gently between two paws and throw them over the railing. <laughs> okay. Uh, why don't um, one of you roll me a logic roll? Or actually, sorry, both of you. Uh, Ty and Gail. What is logic? Sorry, reason. Reason okay. is what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, that is 50. Oh, excellent. Uh, green success. Yeah, I also got a green success. Okay, so you guys like kind of start talking about the findings and and uh, you're you're flipping through and um, we'll say that Gail is like, or sorry, uh, no, it'd be Ty. Ty was saying like uh, I feel like you know he's he was there when it happened and now he's trying to help it like come to fruition now and like with that information, Gail flips and he finds um, some commentary near the back, which says uh, in Krupman's own words. Interesting thought. Why should I construct a time machine now when we already did it no more than 45 years ago? If I were to locate and rendezvous with the 1989 team we sent out in 1943, perhaps I could help them fulfill their mission and return. If another team was to return successfully, perhaps the entire course of history could be changed. Cooper's Cavalier Project looks like just the sort of thing they would be looking for to win the war. I feel like that kind of makes sense, but that's being like, why make one when we think one will eventually show up, but what if it never shows up, and then you just die of old age because you waited 45 years for something? (laughs) Bold move. This guy, I mean, once you crack time, clearly you're no longer worried about it and the constraints that it puts upon you. (laughs) Well, just like the, you didn't think about this in 1943? (laughs) <laughs> you literally made a time machine and were just like, well, I guess like the war's over. Oh, uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> no use for making another one. Can't think of any. Yeah. Yeah, 45 outside. years later and he's like, oh my god, I have it. Yeah, outside yeah. of World War II, time travel is completely useless. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like also, oh no, I lost it. I had something. Is this how we pay <laughs> I had one more joke mansion? to pile on. Did he just like keep like time travel like rig the lottery just so i guess while we're on that logic somehow the 1943 time machine uh they scrounged parts from it to build another one so that kind of tells you why he maybe didn't do right gotcha. he had shield and apparently they can scrub us of breaking and entering so what can't they do <laughs> they can pay for the mural of the side of a van yeah, they can Powers afford that. They got the money. <laughs> Which canonically we did get. We don't have to make it a big thing, but we did get a mural on the we band did. on the way here. We, oh Just yeah, a quick spray job. Yeah, that's true. yeah. 
We got a guy in every major city. (laughs) There's a guild. Yeah, we're the C team. We got a guy in every major city. You never know when you need some airbrush work. Banksy is one of ours. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, what are we doing here, pals? feel like the the next thing i would be looking for would be any hints of like a secret door secret entrance secret laboratory an outbuilding that looks fishy do any of you have x-ray vision no i can manipulate gravity that's the same thing right <laughs> you'll uh, lift if, the whole house if you yeah. can manipulate wind could you I mean, potentially I like see if there's like a draft <sighs> in like a wall yeah. i'm gonna like, check for I- negative pressure yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I, how how in depth is my air magic? I don't feel like that's something for me to decide, there, but I feel like I I've done some you, cool stuff. There is a page I, I love when you guys rules. do this. There's a page in the advanced rules that says your players may come up with weird, crazy things to mm. do with their powers. You should just go with it. And I love when you guys do things like this. This is why Monster of the Week and Pulp Cthulhu got so crazy uh, <laughs> that I'm going to say if you can roll a red... You can roll in the red zone. I will allow it. Oh, I mean, we'll see what I can do. I think I already burned my red for the game with that hundred, but whatever. Is there anything we can do to give him like advantage? Um, like, like if no, we stand in the but I would allow go, you guys. Uh, yeah, actually, no. I'll tell, I'll tell you what. If you guys were to like roll for like a. Um, I need a combo uh, with Smokey. Um, in order to like <laughs> sense where like the sound would come from, like if a door slams or something like that, okay. then I would allow him to have a uh, plus one CS. Okay. So how high do I have to roll my intuition? Just a green. Just a regular success. Okay. Oof, I got a red success. Uh, well, good, because I got white. Okay. Bear senses. So I was gonna say, if you guys get above green, I'd consider giving a plus two CS. But considering Cade failed, Jody got a success in red. I'll give it a one. So what plus one CS, which okay. again is a column shift, which means that on the universal chart we are moving over to the right one. No, I could be wrong here, but I don't think two is gonna be enough. No. We could call no, it no. 200 if you want. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's quite all right. Um, so as Gale tries to whip up a storm, some papers go fluttering off, and that's about it. You're not really sure. Maybe it's the enclosure of the area. Maybe it's the negative pressure working against you if there was any, but you're just not really able to summon anything. Mm. And honestly, I feel like I just overestimated my powers, and it turns out I couldn't do anything like this specific with it. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and honestly, you're wondering if even if it's if it's worth it, uh, considering you already have some pretty damning coordinates. I don't know. I feel like at this point we level this house trying to find secret entrances. Who cares? Can we got I... shield backing us up. If they can cover B and E's, they can cover total mass destruction. Can I go around? Like, there was knocking? a hurricane in Albuquerque. <laughs> can I go around like knocking on the walls, like like? Oh. A hollow spot yeah i would allow a reason roll for that can i go knocking down walls with my gravity definitely uh definitely a power uh, roll yellow success reason <laughs> yeah i get okay. to add weight to things so i feel like i'm gonna start adding some weight to these walls and crumbling them so uh t- 
Ty starts doing some martial arts against the walls, and he does manage to find knocking. (laughs) No, no, no. In my head, he's like flipping around and like banging on the wall. Uh, Uh, Flip, tiny knock, triple backflip, another tiny knock on the door. Martial arts, volcano kick. Um, He does manage to find a load bearing wall. (laughs) Yeah, hardcore, hardcore, parkour. Uh, he does manage to find a low-bearing wall, but he doesn't find any walls that he thinks would be kind of suspicious or anything like that. Okay. And how did Gale do on his roll there? Oh, just I had smashing no through stuff. Ooh, that's pretty good. Let me just check that out compared to my thing. Okay, okay, okay. Yep, yeah, I just made it into the yellow success. All right, so uh, Gale goes, like, slamming through walls. And uh, while he is covered in... Uh, drywall. I assume there's drywall in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Um, he uh, He's all dusty and covered in drywall, but um, he manages to go through most of the walls that uh, Ty didn't check, and they're just walls. There doesn't seem to be any sort of hidden laboratories or anything here. Mm, okay. Everyone get out. I'm going to find all the weight-bearing ones, and I'm taking those out, too. Well, Ty already found that, so he can yeah, just point it to you. It's this one, and then I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> We probably shouldn't take it down. They might want to actually inspect this place. Even though I've totally muddied any evidence they might get off of it with all this freaking drywall dust. But hey. The C team would bring it down. <laughs> Wait a minute. We okay. wouldn't bring it down, but I feel like the C team would bring it down. Since he has like busted up all of the dust from the drywall, do we <gasps> see it like going through any crack, like secret <laughs> cracks where there would be entrances? Because the room would be filled with dust. A ton. <laughs> there's no secret entrances. There's none. Okay. There's, there's, oh. I'm just I'm just letting you know there's That's none. not what I asked, Ruin. That's like, fair. <laughs> this is just the crappiest adventure we've played yet. How dare there not be secret patches in this house? Come I on! Didn't even, I didn't even have a map for this. You guys walked yeah. in, you're like, what's the layout? And I'm like, yes, layouts for mansions. Mm-hmm. I also Let me, we already uh, established that he doesn't really hide his tracks well, so I wouldn't, yeah, see him have a That's a good point. Anyway. <laughs> I do love that even after we played DCC, Jaden was still like, I'm going to run through it. I'm going to run through this wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand that all the lesson I learned was is that it's really cool when you run through walls. <laughs> I got desiccated in five seconds. When else is that going to happen to you? <laughs> Super cool. All right. Uh, was there anything else in any of the crates other of note other than just like the photo? Um, you did manage to find a couple of the Blato uniforms. Okay. Cool. Okay, we're going to need those. I mean, I'll bring them. You got three in our sizes. Yeah. Do they fit us? Yeah, they're like pretty, um, like they're 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 basic uniforms, so they could fit like a a range of people. You know, they'd have belts and stuff like that. What about a range? Is of there? Players? Yeah, I was gonna uh, say, is there an eight XL one? You know, there's well, one in that size, but there's not one that like shapes to a bear's. Form, I'll just you know, I'll just, I'll just unbearify, and my beard gets a little bit longer. Nice. I think it would be way cooler if we showed up in their uniforms trying to sneak in with you as a bear. Or just because pin, like their badge on like my chest as the bear. Yeah, when you say your never, beard they're... gets longer, all I think is that your ba- your bear also has a beard, but it's a short one. <laughs> <laughs> the only bear in the world with a full beard. All right. It's glorious. 
I think we've probably tapped this house. You can probably head Are back you sure? to <laughs> I mean, there's more walls we check. We never look for secret passages in the like main floor. Is That's there a fine. secret basement? Keep, uh, <laughs> keep 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 exploring. I'm just cutting chapters from this batch. Oh, we can't do that. <laughs> There's a, one chapter I really want to get to. <laughs> all right, all right. You guys decide it's best to head back on uh, to Fury and report your findings. Uh, however, we are going to have some karma rewards while you guys are traveling back. <laughs> Uh, so, a couple of things that you guys have done here. Uh, you went to the lab to talk to Krupman, so that's plus five for the team. Uh, you defeated Krupman. Uh, now, who specifically rolled the perception on that? Or the... the I knocked the... I put a wind barrier in front of yeah. him, but I think we all succeeded on the intuition. Yeah. But, Jaden, you rolled the, the wind barrier? Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, Jaden can have ten for himself, and everybody else can have Ooh. five for themselves. Ten points to Gryffindor. Uh, and everybody can have an additional five for attempting to interrogate him. I think we succeeded in t- interrogating him. I don't think it was an attempt. Well, there's none for succeeding, just attempting. <laughs> so you could have failed and still been successful. Uh, and then you guys are going to get 20 uh, for traveling to Krupman's house. And I'm going to add on an additional 10 for creating... Uh, comedy while trying to destroy an innocent person's <laughs> I shouldn't say innocent person but an innocent. an innocent mansion <laughs> the man shouldn't do anything he's just a bystander yeah we're yeah. just stimulating the economy <laughs> right now a bunch of like construction guys that we're gonna get laid yeah. off they're all gonna get like six months of work in this nice house mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's we are we're good guys we yeah. just did the working class we're a favor the people yeah yeah C team superheroes need to support the economy I think they're probably like a huge part of they the construction companies and must be making <laughs> bank in superhero worlds. Yeah. In the Marvel universe, there's actually a team called like the cleanup crew or something like that. And it, it's their only job is to go clean up cities after the Avengers go and wreck them. Are they also it's superheroes awesome. that go they are. and do there's it? Uh, or they... There's a TV yeah. show oh, being made man. on that, isn't there? Sorry? Isn't there, a t- isn't there a TV show being made about that? Uh, I think it might be like a Disney Plus limited yeah. thing. Yeah, kind of like that what, would be a uh, good show. Doing. And it's it's supposed to be like The Office, but for the cleanup crew yeah. of the superheroes. Yeah, yeah. That would really suck. Growing up, your whole life being like, I'm gonna be a superhero. One day, finding out you have superpowers, it's the greatest day ever, and then you eventually get relegated to the cleaning crew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Breaks over. Hulk was back. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> All right. I'll grab guys, the broom. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you guys make your way back to uh, Fury's office, and when you enter, you can see that he's a little bit more uh, relaxed this time. He's still pouring over some papers, but he appears to be sitting down, and uh, he says, Good to see you back. What did you find? Oh, Krupman definitely did it. Uh, we, have, we have pictures of him involved with you know Nazi scientists. We found crates with uniforms belonging to the... B- Blotman Commando, whatever their name was. I'm bad with names. Uh, uh, and we found this journal that explicitly says that he's going to try to hook up with their crew of time travelers. Oh, yeah, by the way, they time traveled to now to try to Yeah, steal they made a 45 year uh, gamble on this. Yeah, they're trying to steal the Cavalier tech. So, looking through all the documents you found, you know, about the Chrono. Uh, Chrono Locomotion, yeah, and then uh, the journal as well as the book that you guys found. Um, Fury's 
yeah, he thinks you guys have it up to snuff here that, like, this is exactly what's going on. And he says, hmm, it seems that this slid right under our noses. We'll have to do something about this, but I'll be honest, I still can't trust anybody else outside of this. We need to contain it. If people found out that there was time travel, active time travel that was happening, our enemies would be all over this, as they already are. You are aware that, like, that's Krang's whole deal, right? That he's been around for decades at this point? Yes, Nick Fury would be aware of that. He should be, anyway. Uh... Nick Fury also finds your fadboying to be highly <laughs> unprofessional. Apocalypse, he also does like, time travel stuff. How much Gallon knowledge would an average person have of like the going-ons of superheroes in these worlds? Would you know enough to be like, yeah, of course that bad guy came in and kicked his butt. Like It was just the way it was always going to go. He has this, like these powers, and they totally undermine his power. Or does, like, yeah, pe- Joe Schmo probably not, but like superheroes, yeah. they'd probably be up to snuff on their. It's it's their got yeah, it's got to be like celebrities. I would think like you know like <laughs> yeah. if you're an average person, you follow them like celebrities. So some people be like, I don't pay attention to superheroes. I find them so base, and yeah. then everybody else is like, no, he's awesome. Yeah, but also like if you're a superhero fan, you probably have like Man. their whole history figured out. Like people who are like big sports like, fans. Or, like, yeah, I'm in the business. Yeah. I uh, I pay attention. I know some <clears> things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what are we doing? What's the plan? Uh, We're going to go get some time travel tech, go into the future, upgrade our van, and then finally get the credit we deserve. We're going to get a hologram mural on the side of the van. <gasps> Please cue fast, or sorry, not fast and furious. Back to the future theme song. Well,. I mean, this is going to be a Fast and Furious level um, maneuvers we're going to pull. Like Back to the Future. But then we're going to watch Fast and the Furious to see how to pimp our van before coming back. We have to watch Pimp My Ride. (laughs) Yeah. Guess who's going to early 2000s? Get Exhibit to work on this shit. We know that you like superheroes, so we put a superhero in the superhero van. Why does like this turn cap- into like a weird Captain SNL skit? In the back. Like this is <laughs> this is totally an SNL skit. Like and not a There's good one. There's somebody out there no. who's <laughs> like, man, I thought these guys did critical reviews. I one star. Too much comedy. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, you can rate on Sp- uh, Spotify now. Please go five stars. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Spotify uh, and Apple, please, please, please. Please, please. Thanks. I'll stop begging. I won't. <laughs> uh well, is there anybody else in the facility that we should talk to? I mean, we could go doc- talk to the Dr. Cooper. Um, I don't think he's involved, but he might have some background on like, yeah. the Cavalier stuff. Fury um, indicates that although he doesn't think that Cooper is involved, he doesn't want more people to know. Like, Even people who might be knowledgeable are probably too too much of a leak. Okay, so what do you want us to do from here, Fury? Like, should we... I think we've got everything out of Krupman that we're going to get. He tried to kill us. We've confirmed he's involved. Fury looks like he's like... He's not exasperated, but he kind of looks in the eyes and says, You're going to have to be the ones to make the mission. Find the time machine. Find the coordinates to where it went. And complete the mission. Oh, Look who sure finally Nazi- decides Diego. to pee handoff. Make sure the Nazis do not get their hands on the weapon. Gotcha. So, road trip to San Diego. Mm-hmm. He tosses you guys a communicator so that 
uh, you can contact him when you're there. But he says, you know, naturally going back in time, it's probably not going to work. I mean, there's this whole theory about space versus time. Like, even if you were in the same space, you probably can't manage the time. And even if you can manage the time, maybe you're not in the same space. Well, um, okay, tell you what. Because now we're driving our own vehicle quite a ways, um, it'd be really <laughs> sweet if we could, like, splurge for, like, a new, like, car stereo. Uh, maybe something that plays cassettes. Because... Uh, Right now, we, we only have FM radio, but I mean, like, it's 1989. Those cassette players are getting pretty sweet. Uh, mm-hmm. And, like, let's be honest, some of the places we're going to drive through, the ra- radio is going to be crap anyway. So we need to have, like, our yeah, own yeah. selection in, of tunes to pull this mission off. It's awful. Uh, <laughs> no. Get out. You did say you'd pay for anything that we That needed. wasn't ridiculous. You didn't say that wasn't ridiculous. He's like, cassette will never last. I mean, <laughs> eight tracks where it's at you got those fancy cd roms <laughs> he turns around and has just like the first beta of the disc in his pocket. <laughs> trust me i got an inside scoop laser disc is really gonna take off <laughs> invest big invest now <laughs> and you're off to san diego <laughs> yep and we definitely uh, stop and get a car stereo put in uh, yeah how is he uh, going to dis- distinguish these expenses? He, he yeah. won't know. No. You just go to a, like, a car shop and you're just like, charge it. Yeah. Just can you <laughs> write on the re- credit card look like? Exactly oh, like you think. A, a shield. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's, it's got to be shaped like a shield, right? Yeah, like, yeah. or else, I mean, what are they doing? Especially at this time. They are definitely in that kind of branding. All right. Well. When you get to San Diego, you notice that the coordinates, strangely enough, lead directly above a manhole cover. (laughs) (laughs) They picked a terrible spot to stop. That's a terrible landing point. Horrible. I guess they wouldn't know that back then, but still. I'm trying to think. I'm running through superheroes that are like sewer people. Is it the Morlocks? Uh, Don't overthink it. Swamp thing. Uh, Still overthinking it. Sewer thing. Lizard? Uh, Do you guys want to go into the sewers? Yeah, of course we're going in the sewers. I don't want to get dirty, so I'm going to levitate through the sewers. That's fair. Just so we're clear. That's fair. Uh, So, the San Diego sewers are basically the sewers like anywhere else. Dark and rat infested. And as you come to the exact coordinates listed in Krupman's journal, you begin to hear a low buzzing noise. As you come around the last corner, you come face to face with a very strange looking capsule that just screams Nazi time machine, complete with swastikas emblazoned all over it and the um, infamous red. It is I'm roughly... not so sure it's Nazis, you guys. <laughs> It could be any number of other groups. Uh, maybe this is a Japanese fire wheel. Yeah, let's not let's not uh, rule anything out just yet. Oh, I think it's the hippies again. It's, they're back. <laughs> Gotta be. <laughs> the time capsule itself is roughly 12 feet in diameter. Uh, it's a metal sphere kind of looking object. And there's a very obvious metal door in the center that when you begin to check it is indeed unlocked. Oh, nice. They left it unlocked for us? 
These are the this is these are the worst Nazis. This is why. Yeah. <laughs> They're in the sewers of a major city. There's at least going to be either a worker stumble through there at some point, or some like you know just a weird person who likes to walk through the sewers. Homeless people. Somebody has got to go through there at some point. You couldn't this even throw just... like a master lock on it. It's just a padlock. Like that's all you need. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, no one's walking through the sewers with bolt cutters. That is true. <laughs> Hey, Fury, we're here. Don't worry. They're stupid. We got this. <laughs> yeah, all right. Open up the time capsule. <laughs> all right. When you open up the door, you find a very complex bank of instruments, uh, including what appears to be a chronometer, which is uh, set to April 18th, 1989. Um, the capsule itself, though, uh, has apparently arrived in September 18th, 1943. Or sorry, arrived from. So like it's been sitting here that long, or like it time traveled. Uh, well, it says that it arrived from 1943, and its destination was set for 1980. Okay, so it is the time travel mm. device. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That would be funny. It just sat here, never got touched. Yeah, they built a whole sewer it. around it. Uh, do any of you speak German? Like, did any of you roll extra languages? <clears throat> no. Because you got a D6 to roll languages, which is a crazy amount. Oh, I did not even roll for languages. I did not roll for languages either. Maybe because we were looking or at Or maybe I'm not. Rules. You know what? No, <laughs> never mind. I just threw out another piece of false information. Uh, that's <laughs> definitely from 6083. That I was going to another... say, I had like nine languages. In this is the last time that we preview a system and review a system at the same time. <laughs> uh, Scratch no. that from the record. I do not believe <laughs> that Tyler Kwan speaks german okay <laughs> how uh what are your guys's levels in uh that would be intuition typical i'm just good i'm good monstrous okay Jeez. so why doesn't avery roll us uh an intuition roll roll and i'm gonna look for at least a yellow he uses his bare sense to understand other languages. Uh, I got. I rolled three, so no. Okay. Okay. Well, would you <laughs> German like? German's not my strong suit. So this is a good time to throw out that you guys can use karma to mm. modify your rolls at one point for one point. Would you like to use some either team, personal, or a combination thereof karma to modify your roll to see if you need... can read the German instructions? You said I would need yellow or yeah, green. yellow. So I would need. Uh, 48 karma in total. If Just burn the whole right, hundred. If my math is right, we have uh, like 105 for our All right, personal. Yeah. With 48. Uh, yeah, go for it. All right. So, crazy enough, uh, Mr. Smokey there has a little basic German, you know? Um, maybe he, maybe he ate some Germans one time. And, uh... With that, he's able to make out. Also, Jody, I could you could write on there that you have a, let's say, a poor understanding of German. Cool. Okay. Um, you managed to make out something about the German high command, something about commandos. Um, says something like proceed nineteen eighty nine. Um. Yeah, and that, like, things have been set up already. Um, there's something about some sort of uh, weapons, and maybe you think it says future weapons. Um, and then it talks about uh, allies, um, or maybe roughly something like allies. You're not really sure. 
and then um, something about uh, other people sent to different times, and it's signed from Der Führer. And with that, if you can make a um, if you can make a reason roll at a green level, I'll allow you to put those pieces together. We're going time oh, traveling, boys. <laughs> oh no, it's not. I rolled a ninety, so that's a red success, even on my kind of low. Perfect. So, I mean, I'm sure you've already pieced this together, but for our audience, basically, the letter's talking about how uh, the Germans have created this. It's all set to go. The plan is to steal a futuristic weapon to bring back to 1943 to use against the Allies uh, and to win the war for good. And it is obviously signed from Hitler. Because, of course, it is Marvel. (laughs) Well, it looks like we got quite the conspiracy in our hands. Somehow infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. That's why Hitler did so much cocaine. He did all of the work of the Nazi war machine. Nobody sent out any other missions other than Hitler. No, it was just Hitler. Do you guys communicate back t- on the uh, the radio to Nick Fury? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're taking this thing for a freaking joyride. He doesn't need to know about it. <laughs> he did say... Guess who's got a new van? <laughs> I'd like to go to 2004 and re-experience the midnight launch of Halo 2. <laughs> Think we can hook this thing up to run on, like the V6 that's in an 89 Volkswagen Samba bus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we definitely we're following need a time Fury. Hey, back. Fury, we got the thing. <laughs> it's right. Hitler again. Uh. <laughs> and he, he uh, responds, you have to complete this mission. Go back in time. Stop them from stealing the technology and make sure that the Allies win the war. Did we bring those uniforms with us? I assumed you did. Yeah, I'd say they're... If we're going back in time to where they were, we should probably put the uniforms on. For sure. Unless these are, like, updated uniforms. (laughs) Do you guys put them on right away? Yes. Did they look the same as the pictures? Yes. Okay, good. I just... That would be total fashion faux pas to show up in a totally different uniform. They might not (laughs) get what's going on. I just... I couldn't do it. Velcro didn't exist. Like, it's very... Yeah. All right. Well, with that, you guys look at the panel of instruments, and you press the button that basically says, go. And before you know it, you are lurched through time and space Hmm. back to 1943. And with that, I'm out of coffee, and that means it's time to go. (laughs) 